Hi, my name is Jackie Randall, and you're listening to Your Art Matters, the conversation series where I bring to you the people who have influenced, inspired, guided, shared, and supported me along the path that has led me to this very moment. You'll be meeting my friends, classmates, teachers, professors, professional acquaintances, members of the creative community, and beyond. I wouldn't be who I am today without knowing them, and I just wanted to share their journeys in art with you. I hope you enjoy these conversations as much as I've had in having them. To quote Ayn Rand and One Tree Hill's Lucas Scott, the world you desire can be one. It exists. It is real. It is possible. It is yours. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Today on Your Art Matters, we have Steph. Um, Steph and I went to college together. I actually think that we met at orientation. We did, yeah. Um, before college even started, um, when they kind of got all of the art majors in that session together, and then we had a bunch of our core classes together, mm-hmm. because Steph went to school for um, education, so we didn't have most of our classes together, but the core foundation classes. Um, and so we we graduated, and now four years later, here we are. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So if you want to introduce yourself. Okay. Well, I'm Steph, and yeah, it's been four years since I graduated Rowan, class 2013. Currently teaching special education in Marlton, New Jersey. And on the weekends, I work in an enrichment program for teaching art to elementary students. And in the summer, I work as a creative arts therapist in a social skills support group for students with special needs. Awesome. Um, So that's all present day, but we're going to kind of get back into where you got into art. So when or how was art kind of introduced to you in your life? Like, was it as a kid or like, did you kind of where did you get into it? Definitely as a kid. Uh, Growing up, I was not a big academic student. I wasn't a huge reading, writing, mathematics kind of kid. So art is kind of where I found my niche. Mm -hmm. And it was something I was good at. I could do it creatively. I could do it at home or whether it be in an art club or an art school setting. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely inspired by my grandfather. He has always been an artist as long as I've known him. And he self-taught with oil painting and variety of different mediums. Mm-hmm. So he would take me into his basement, we would do the little drawings together, and then that developed over the years into becoming confident in art mm-hmm. and really enjoying it for not only the teaching purposes of it, but the actual creative end of it. Yeah, so I enjoy that, it. that's awesome. Yeah, because I feel like that's very much kind of leading into what I usually ask next is like the kind of support element of having someone, you know, if you got an art through a family member Or, you know, that's just kind of how it was. So it's good, you know, that's kind of how it happened with your grandfather. Yes. Um, Were there any other, you know, points of um, artistic support? Like, were anyone else in your family? Um, Absolutely. Actually, my grandmother on my other side of the family was a huge color, even when it came to coloring books. Yeah. So I would do that with her. We would watch, whether it be Home Alone or Parent Trap or some kind of movie together. We would always color, and I was very anal about my coloring. I needed yeah. to start a new page if I went out of the line. Yeah, absolutely. And my dad is also from an art background. Okay. His father is the grandfather yeah. that really got me going with it. 
And my great uncle is actually a freelance artist in New York City. Okay. So he's been doing that probably since the 1960s. Wow. He lives in a rent control apartment in New York City. That's awesome. And lives as an artist. Yeah. So there's a lot of art support. And yeah. I never felt like it was a field where I would struggle in. It yeah. It was definitely something that was heavily supported at the house. That's that's great. Yeah. I, and I'm sure, you know, picking a creative path, they were cheerleading for it. And, yes. you know, it was completely supportive. Mm-hmm. And, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And because it's just so, so necessary, I feel like going into, you know, deciding to go to school for it and um, picking that as your career path and having all of that support and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to bounce things off and yes. have, have all of that. Um, so now going into school, how, so you went to school for art education. I when, did. when did you kind of know you wanted to teach art? Well, I guess the teaching aspect, in sixth grade, I knew I wanted to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to become a language arts teacher because of this book I read, Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. And Laura Ingalls Wilder, the writer of the book, was a teacher, and I saw myself teaching at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was really the first set of series of books where I enjoyed reading, too. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to become a teacher. But it really came through in high school that I knew I was going to be an art teacher. Okay. I enjoyed my studio classes. I was in AP art, so I had two periods of the day to just be an artist. Yeah. So I thoroughly enjoyed that, and that's what I looked forward to. And I thought, you know what? I had teachers that have gone through Rowan. That's definitely where I need to go to. Yeah. So that all kind of happened through there. Yeah. And was your art, like, because I know teachers can have that profound impact. Mm -hmm. Like, were you, like, inspired by your teacher at all? Yes, I had actually Miss Abeda is my middle school art teacher that I had. And I actually worked with her when I was a long-term sub yeah. in the district. Okay. And she probably is the one that started me with art. She had an art club after school, and it was kind of something my friends and I went to. And that mm-hmm. was our outlet at the end of the day as we would go there, build ceramics. Or really, she had an open studio so we could do whatever we wanted. Yeah. And then when I got to high school, I started to, you know, explore art more in the different mediums that it has. Mm-hmm. So that's when I realized, you know what, I have all these great teachers, and they all came from Rowan, so that's where I need to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, Rowan being a teaching, originally a teaching college, yes. um, and then it has grown so much. It's yes. still growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it being local and their art program, it's yeah, it sounds like everything was kind of, like, pushing you yeah. to go to Rowan. Um, while at Rowan, like, do you have any favorite kind of parts about the program or just the lifestyle or just, um, I don't know, anything I think like that. the overall Rowan experience. As second I walked in that door, I felt welcome, even going back to orientation. Yeah. Where I just knew I was at the right spot. Yeah. And even kind of leading all the way back to my art interview mm-hmm. that I did with the professor that I would end up having as one of my mentors yeah. throughout student teaching. Mm-hmm. So I... As, Right through the gate, I was feeling very welcome there. Yeah. I know the arts part wasn't huge or anything too mm. grand, but it felt just right. It was home. Yes. Yeah. It was definitely a home. I felt like it was somewhere where I could expand my artistic creative creativity. Yeah. And it'd be really supportive. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was a great environment. And I think every class I had there really helped me become the artist I am today and definitely the teacher I am. Mm-hmm. Now, I, um, I don't know personally, because I didn't go through, you know, the education, but mm-hmm. um, how was, like, I guess the student teaching process like? And It was definitely vigorous. Yeah. <laughs> um, once I, 
I feel like finished my coursework and entered into my later on practicums and student teaching, I no longer really felt like a student. Mm-hmm. I really jumped right in and dove into being a full-fledged teacher mm-hmm. and creating those lesson plans and creating, I don't know, more of ideas that would inspire young kids who mm-hmm. want to be artists and yeah. get into it. It's a little challenging at first. Yeah. Because you didn't really know what maybe a second grader could do as opposed to a fifth grader. Yeah. And you're in an elementary placement. Yeah. So I learned a lot through that experience. Yeah. Especially even time management. Yeah. Being an art teacher, but then also planning. Yeah. And preparing the lessons and cleaning up the lessons. Yeah. It's a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine that is just, yeah, trying to figure out what is appropriate, you know, Mm -hmm. because... I don't, I can't think back to me, like, I knew I could do this kind of, you know, you want to make sure that your lessons are appropriate for the age, um, where the kids feel like they're being, um, you know, appreciated and, you know, they're not doing something too simple and they're not doing something too advanced. Yeah, so it was definitely a learning experience and I still feel like I'm figuring it out. Like, every time I go to teach a lesson, I have to do a demo. I have to figure out, all right, this took me a lot longer than I expected or I flew through it. Yeah. So it's just finding that just right enough lesson. And then you have your artists that we know about where they could take hours on one piece. Yeah. And then someone else might fly through it in 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like just being flexible was just another asset of being a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, definitely like the time management because you do only have that certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure that, you know, everything's structured. And I think that's something that's really important as an artist because I know from, you know, in other settings... Like, you might have all the time, and I, I think it's it's good, you know, for practice to get really structured. Absolutely. With that. Um, so what kind of, what area of art is your favorite, and what's your favorite, maybe on a personal level, but then also to teach? That could be two different things. Oh, on a personal level, it's definitely painting. Mm-hmm. I wish I could paint in oils the way my grandfather does, but I am strictly an acrylics kind of girl. Yeah. I don't have the patience for the paint to dry. Yeah. <laughs> if I made a mistake on the left side of the painting, it needs to be fixed now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely more acrylic, and I just really don't have any subject matter in particular. I just like to paint. Yeah. And as far as the teaching end of it goes, I actually really like doing a lot either in marker or even collaging. Okay. So it's a wide variety. I absolutely love Wayne Thiebaud cupcakes uh-huh. and pastries. Yeah. So that's probably one of my favorite lessons that I've taught. And it's just based on oil pastels on a black paper. And okay. you really can work with the shadows and the shades and the colors. Okay. So I do enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of my favorites. Yeah. It's, it's cool to like, yeah between your personal and, like, what you like to teach, it's, like... Yeah. Because you have the time, you know, p- teaching kids to paint, it can be kind of... It can. You or need even just, of, like, the time of, you know, cleaning brushes and... You do. You need a lot of hands-on deck for assistance in that. Especially if you're dealing with elementary, they require a lot of help with painting the brushes and cleaning them properly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now with... Now, I guess moving to present day, you are working in special ed. Yes. So how... What was that process like to get into that in with your art? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's definitely been an experience. I started out obviously doing art education at Rowan, but halfway through I started taking classes towards my special ed endorsement. Mm-hmm. And through that I understood that I enjoyed teaching whatever subject it could be, mm-hmm. whether it's art or whether I'm teaching right now algebraic expressions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sixth graders who want nothing to do with algebra. Yeah. So it's definitely been a whirlwind and... I really just like working with that kind of population of students. Yeah. And 
the students that I have are autistic, but then we also have special or specific learning disability, mm-hmm. or it could be ADD, mm-hmm. could be ODD, or anything on the behavior spectrum. Right? Okay. So it's a wide range of kids, but I have found that art is kind of the common and collective language. Yeah. So if you're not getting math or if you're reading at a third grade level and you're in sixth grade, maybe we can do a picture instead of this kind yeah. of reading. Yeah. So it's a nice way to communicate with the students rather than just in that specific subject. Yeah. So did you ever, I mean, if you went back like 10 years ago, would mm-hmm. you have ever seen yourself doing special ed? Even if I went back Four years ago. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. I, when I first graduated, I applied to be an art teacher. Yeah. And every district that had an art teaching opening, I went for a lot of interviews. Nothing really went off of them besides some long-term suppositions. Yeah. And special ed definitely opened up a lot more doors. Yeah. And I realized that with my cert, I could do inclusion, which is basically co-teaching every subject. Okay. So I push in with my caseload of kids into every subject. Right now, I'm in social studies, science, math, reading, writing. Mm-hmm. So I go with those kids throughout the day. And that's definitely something I didn't see myself doing, but I could not imagine anything more perfect of a fit. Yeah. <laughs> so I do enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know that uh, I have a younger sister with autism mm-hmm. and Down syndrome, and they, as somewhat frustrating as it can be, it's like the the experience of working with them. It's very rewarding. It's so rewarding. Yeah. And it's so, you know, you might find the littlest thing that, mm-hmm. like, makes their whole day. It does. And it, then it just, like, it's mutually beneficial. Yeah, they make it worth giving up in the morning and going to work. Yeah. It's such a good experience. The kids, once you make that connection with them, you're good. You're golden. Yeah. And they understand you. And there's mutual respect. And at the same time, they're teaching me more than I'm teaching them some days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is ideal. It which, is. Because I, I definitely feel... Um, I mean, at, at any, you know, stage of your career, you know, having that passion, that drive to go yes. to work, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's hard to really, I guess, not want to be, you know, yeah. be around them. You know, I, again, there, you know, you have the, some walls you have to, you know, hit, yeah. um, with them, but mm-hmm. I definitely think that. I like how you said how art is kind of a common, mm-hmm. like, language yes. and all of that, um, which I think in an education, le- you know, realm is one thing that, you know, you never want them to cut. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. I see that. That's always being thrown around at board meetings, whether it's the related arts programs or specifically art. Yeah. And I would hate to see it go, because now, as a teacher in a tested area, I'm out of the related arts realm, so I'm not getting cut because it's state-mandated. Yeah. And we need special ed teachers by law. Yeah. But on the other end, I get what it's like to be an art teacher. Yeah. And that, that sucks. Yeah. And I would not want anyone to be cutting those programs, but at the same time, we do need a way to fund them. Yeah. So it is a frustrating process in education. Yeah. Yeah. I, de- I, I can't imagine, like, why people don't, you know, they don't mm-hmm. find the value, yeah. you know, in, in art. It is a shame because I could not imagine I wouldn't be a teacher if it wasn't really for art to be right honest. yeah I mean, yeah we all wouldn't you know yeah we wouldn't know certain people and, and I, yeah I think people don't realize what all art is it's mm-hmm. like it's what's on your walls it's what you're watching on tv yeah. it's you know what you're buying for your loved ones mm-hmm. it's you know again the release of just being able to like yeah you know you can go color or you know yes. take a paint and drink your paint on wine night or you yeah. know whatever anything like that so 
It's all around us. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I've always, and I've always appreciated, like, you know, the art education. Again, that's how mm-hmm. you really, how we've all gotten into what we want to do. At yes. some level, we've had that instruction. So, um, now with that, uh, tell me about your weekend um, mm-hmm. instruction. So, in the weekends, or on the weekends in the winter, it's an eight-week program. Mm-hmm. And it's a Saturday enrichment, so it is paid for by the parents. Okay. And we offer a wide range of enrichments, whether it be robotics, creative writing, or my class in particular, which is art. Mm-hmm. And I focus strictly on elementary, so I had grades second through fifth. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a wide range to work with skill level-wise, mm-hmm. which could have been a little bit challenging some weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really nice because I, because I had two sessions that were an hour and a half each. Yeah. So that was like a double in art period. Yeah. So it was a little hard to prep for it because I had to think about lessons that would work for that age range. Mm-hmm. But then last be like over an hour and a half. Yeah. To really instruct. So it was nice, and all the kids wanted to be there. Yeah. Which, as an art teacher, is kind of hard to find a room full of kids that actually want to be there. Enthusiastic and, like, yes. I want to be there. Yeah. yeah. And excited to learn and excited to paint and whatever we would be doing. Yeah. So it was nice having those kids that really looked forward to that day. Mm-hmm. And it really made my winter fly by. Yeah. I just wrapped up my last session this morning. The parents came out. We did a design game. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, and I displayed all their work, and we did a museum walk. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was within my district. Yeah. But it was something, it was the first year that I did it as an art teacher. Okay. So my principal and all my administration is super wonderful because they understand that I am an art teacher mm-hmm. at heart. Yeah. Even though I'm in the special ed kind of outfit right now. Yeah. I still have that art background, and they use it all the time. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. They're very supportive in that idea, too. Yeah. Which is teacher. which is great, especially, like, still being young, you know, mm-hmm. um, starting out. Yes. But um, I think that a lot of times if you do get, you know, you start teaching in a different, you know, area... You, you might lose that art. So it's good that mm-hmm. they are recognizing that that's something like you, that's your yeah. passion, that's your, your background, and that you've been successful yes. in it. Um, yeah, especially over a winter period, you know, like. Yes, winter gloom was definitely a kick to the side. <laughs> yeah, and like you're able to provide this. Yes. For them. Mm-hmm. And so what were the, is it the same age range that you Yes, were? I actually did two sessions sessions of just elementary. Okay. So I work with middle schoolers now, and I kind of just wanted to jump back into elementary school again. Mm-hmm. And that's probably my favorite age range to work with because there is that enthusiasm. Yeah. They're not just taking a class because it's an elective. Yeah. Like, they actually want to sit down and start learning some stuff about art. Yeah. And so. there's a lot of imagination in there, there too. Is. Yeah, you know, there isn't as much of a, I guess, a struggle. Like they have that, mm-hmm. you know, that fresh like look on things, or um, yeah, they're eager. They are. They're like little sponges. Yeah, so they just soak up whatever you throw at them. <laughs> yeah, which so. I'm sure is can be fun. Sorry, my birds are chirping. <laughs> um, which is you know can be fun. But do you ever find it a challenge in in? Um, it's a little bit of a challenge. Maybe when they speed through something. Okay. So I actually worked last week, and I expected it to be a challenge, but they really went above and beyond my expectations. Mm-hmm. We did abstracts. Okay. And we focused on Kandinsky. Okay. And I'm planning for the week, and I'm thinking, this is going to be really hard. I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, it's abstract, and they're, like, second graders. Yeah. So it was definitely a different... It was a teachable moment for me. Because I realized, you know what, I can't just give them paper and say, go for it. Yeah. Like, I really needed to sit down. I did a demo. We went over Kandinsky. We talked about his art. And I sat down and said, all right, what kind of line should I draw? Yeah. And like, how about a street line? I'm like, all right, where do I put it? And then what do I want to draw next? And someone else said, like, a swirl. So okay. So a swirl. 
then I had a wavy line, then I had a star. So it was a bunch of random stuff, but they were really methodical and thinking, all right, I want to put a line here Uh because I have one coming out on this side. Now I want one line coming on the other side. Mm -hmm. So they really got into the process, and I said, look, guys, it's not about being perfect. It's about being in the moment. Yeah. We're going to just go for the experience end of it this week. Yeah. Rather than if it comes out looking all weird, that's okay. Yeah. It's going to look cool. Yeah. So, and I showed my example, and I said, all right, what do you see? And someone saw stairs, another person saw a slide. Uh Uh-huh. Someone saw outer space. Yeah. So it was really cool to just see how they interpreted it. Yeah. And they went crazy for it. Yeah. And they spent the entire time actually taking their time. That's awesome. So it was a success for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like with, with abstract art, it can be. It can be. You know, like, especially with Kandinsky or, mm-hmm. you know, even with abstract painting, like, yes. it's it's not representational. But it isn't. I think, yeah, if, it's awesome to hear that, like, I mean, I, I didn't really take a lot of classes when I was, you know, in, like, growing up in art, but that they're able to, like, recognize and, like, retain and be curious mm-hmm. and, like excited about that they are we did um i actually talked to a student this morning his favorite was our optical illusions okay i'm like all right what does op stand for like what did op art what did we talk about and he's like well had optical had to do with your eye so it was like an eye trick i'm yeah. like yeah that's exactly what it is yeah like, on a very fundamental level yeah that's exactly what i was trying to get yeah so they are retaining some things yeah <laughs> That's good. Yeah, and and art really does make you think. Exactly. You know, and especially if you get into, like, the details and, like, the history and stuff like that, um, which, again, speaks to the need for art, you know, Mm -hmm. critical thinking process and all of that. It's a lot of problem solving, for sure. Yeah. 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 So, I guess next, um, that's what you did kind of over the winter, but then Mm -hmm. you mentioned your therapy in the summer. In the summer, I... It's my fifth year, I believe, that I'm going into working for... It's actually part of a behavior group. Okay. It's run by behavior specialists. Mm -hmm. I work in a variety of ways, whether it be private practice or in school districts as behaviorists. Mm -hmm. So I got into that actually right out of Rowan. Mm -hmm. I found it on Craigslist. Mm -hmm. Went to an interview with Barnes & Noble. Fell in love with the director and the behaviorist that I actually have on my caseload now with one of my kids. In the school. Yeah. Like, we work together now at my school. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy how that all came about. Yeah. It's definitely fate. So I work as a creative arts specialist. So that really could go anywhere from creative art being something music-based. Okay. Or something very much like art like we know. hmm So it's definitely different because we're doing it more for the process and the experience. Yeah. So a lot of art that we do is based on our social skills. So it's okay. a social skill camp for students that are mainly behavior disorders yeah. or disability, however you want to put it. Yeah. So the students that we work with, we put them in situations that are a little bit more challenging than mm-hmm. a typical school day. Okay. And we have, whether it be a lot of art that we would do is like problem solving. Mm-hmm. So we would do comic strips showing how you would appropriately solve a problem. Okay. So you're going to put your problem into words, observe how you're feeling about it, Work out a goal that's a safe goal mm-hmm. and a fair goal, yeah. which is sometimes challenging. Yeah. And then the E is for evaluating that, and then you have to reward yourself. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of art, more of a self-discovery kind of art. Okay. Like, how do you view yourself, positive I statements. Mm-hmm. And I even did a lot with more on the therapy ends of creating artwork that kind of goes on maybe exploring color choice mm-hmm. or exploring how something makes you feel. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot different than art that I've taught in the past. Yeah. And it definitely has to adapt over the years because last year I did an emoji lesson. Okay. With balloons. Yeah. So he said, all right, what face is this? And they're like, it's an angry face. How do you know this is angry? 
like, well, it's on a red balloon, and he looks really mean. Yeah. Like, and it's an angry face. Yeah. How about this one? Well, that one's happy. And how does it make you feel? Well, it makes me feel happy. And then we have to think and brainstorm ideas that make us feel happy. Yeah. So it's a lot of positive support mm-hmm. and kind of working through your goals in a safe way that are fair to everyone around you. Yeah. So it's a lot of challenging tasks at times, but it's really rewarding. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like awesome yeah it is yeah. fun to see art in that setting so yeah. when I first got hired I'm like well I'll just do like a rainbow fish lesson here and like teach them about Van Gogh and then when I got there I'm like okay this has to all be adapted towards more, more towards the special end yeah of it that I work with during the school year yeah so it's different yeah but I enjoy it yeah because I feel like you're also kind of like getting into the psychology of things and like yes a lot of um so like do you uh do you, like, study more? Like, how, I guess, do you prepare for this kind of thing? It really has adapted over the years. When I first started, I was doing stuff on a day-to-day basis, and now I'm doing more art projects that might est- extend towards a day or two, mm-hmm. larger scale. And it really depends on the kids in the room. Okay. So if I have students, like, typically I won't bring out the paint all the time. Yeah. But we do a lot of model magic. Mm-hmm. We do, like, what kind of animal would you be? Mm-hmm. and why yeah and then you have to present it to the class mm-hmm. so it's getting them in situations where they have to interact with their peers mm-hmm. kind of put themselves in a almost like a medium yeah. saying all right i am a lion because yeah and describe it and it's very much by motor skill development okay i want them to get used to cutting yeah used to taping and gluing and modeling stuff with their hands yeah so it's a lot more exploration of art in yeah. that sense yeah but it's fun yeah yeah, I definitely see, like, art Art as a therapy is, I mean, again, it's yeah. kind of how all of it is for anything. But, mm-hmm. again, I'm just, I I don't, I've never really thought about art as an education. I mean, I obviously I do, but, yeah. like, hearing all of this is just, I don't know, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to put it into words because it's definitely more of an experience and, like, the practice of really being there. Yeah. Like, that's what they're creating. Maybe it's not the finished product, it's just yeah. them... Actually, the journey, yeah, and yeah, you know. and more of the positive self-esteem that it gives them. Yeah, have you, um, I don't know, gotten any feedback from like the parents as as far as like what you're doing and how it's benefited the kids or yeah, anything I like that? I think it's also been a way to actually get the kids to buy into stuff too. Mm-hmm. Where when they're coming into the program, they're a little bit apprehensive, and sometimes the parents are too. Mm-hmm. But once the kid is like, "Well, I'm actually really strong at drawing." Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let's work with that. We yeah. can do that. And we're going to explore other mediums, too. Yeah. And even on the Saturday in Richmond end, I had parents that were like, all right, my son really enjoyed the class. What can I do with him now at home? Yeah. So you talk about, all right, maybe this week you focus on an artist. Mm-hmm. Next week you focus on a style. Mm-hmm. Following week you change up mediums. Yeah. So it's just something that I definitely want kids to continue to do at home rather than just watching TV and playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that, yeah, giving giving back like I think that um and that's you know whether you're studying art or you're working in art is like it doesn't just you don't just stop it you know it's Mm -hmm. it's lifelong you know it's you go home and you're doing this at night and um that the whole quote of uh you know artists don't retire they just die yeah (laughs) and not to get like you know but um I think it's it's an awesome way to just continuously be involved yes and there's you can never stop learning. No, I you know? feel like it's therapeutic for me, too. Yeah. I have a long day, and maybe I'll color, maybe I'll dive into something for a lesson that I'm going to do. Yeah, so, yeah. It's um, very fun. Yeah. 
on that note, um, where, where do you find inspiration? Maybe not even for, for teaching, but if you're ever, um, you know, in, with your personal art too, um, if you ever have like a a roadblock or a creative block, Mm -hmm. um, is there anything like, I don't know, shows or, uh, you know, any kind of art or looking at certain things to kind of like get you back onto track? Um, I think my grandfather definitely helps in that aspect. Mm-hmm. I painted with him, actually. The last time I painted with him was in August. Okay. It was still nice out. Yeah. So we went right outside. He took me to Mount Holly. Mm-hmm. We sat in their little business district and found a really cute little, like, shed almost. Yeah. And a shop. Yeah. And we sat down our palettes and our painting, and we just went to work. Yeah. So I feel like really being put in a situation where you're going to work on art today. Yeah. And I was like, all right, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, especially, like, right now, like, I'm writing IEPs, and it's not always, like, a priority. Yeah. So I really have to sit and say, I'm going to devote right now to whether it be coloring mm-hmm. or just something involving art. Yeah, <laughs> and having someone else, like, hold you accountable yes. to that. Yeah. Yeah, he's good with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I sometimes need that. Otherwise, to be inspired by art, I feel like I have to have a thought of what I want to do. Yeah. Before I sit down. Yeah. Yeah, and that really comes from anywhere, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, on that, again, I guess moving on the same path, what are, and this is maybe not as art-related, it's kind of, like, life-related, mm-hmm. um, what are some methods of, like, self-care that you might practice just, you know, to get through, like, what you're, you know, anything you're doing, whether it's, mm-hmm. like, exercise or, you know, just ha- taking care of certain mm-hmm. things or... I think it's definitely me time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's easy in your, like, 20s to forget about you. Yeah. Like, you have all these goals, you have all these things on a day-to-day basis, and I feel like really giving yourself a roadmap to get there. Yeah. Because I have to put my, all right, I'm not going to work on grading tonight. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to sit it there, and it's okay. It's yeah. going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. So I think just kind of making myself have time in my head to give time and devote time to certain stuff yeah whether it be hanging out with friends mm-hmm. or just sitting in my room and watching the tv show I like yeah and drinking some wine yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's just taking care of you as a person and working out is definitely a critical part of that as well it's always been something I enjoy yeah so it kind of all goes somehow and all pieces together yeah into making it a functional kind of life <laughs> yeah yeah, I definitely think that scheduling me time, and yes. it's something that we forget, you know, we, mm-hmm. you get so, like, ambitious coming out of school, and you're like, yes, 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 I have to do this, I have mm-hmm. to do that, and, like, I mean, I know I've, I've hit it, I don't know if you've ever hit, like, a wall, where it's like, I just need to stop, I just need to, like, yes. you know, and, and it's, like, exercising the power of no, it's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not, you know, I have to do this tomorrow, so yes. I'm not gonna do this that night before, mm-hmm. um, I agree. And, like, taking little spontaneous trips or even day activities yeah. into hand and going for it. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. Fun in the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you like to do when you're not, like, working or, you know, what's, I don't know, um, things you like to do? Well, it really depends on the season. Yeah. I'm a big beach person. Uh-huh. So I love going to the beach, whether I just be laying out or maybe going out that night and then laying on the beach the next day. Yeah. I do love to shop, even though I shouldn't love to shop. <laughs> I do enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely going back to working out. I like doing that. Hanging out with friends, whether it be going out to get a drink or even watching a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of pretty easy and low-key with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, with, I guess, in the realm of, like, you know, friends and family, like, how, what's the support system been like, like, all through, you know, school and, and friends mm-hmm. as far as, you know, your job and, um, like, the path that you've taken? Mm-hmm. I've been really supportive, and my family's always been there, so they're still always being there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... As far as friends go, I mean, I've had friends now that I've known since fourth grade. Yeah. And we're still tight. I went out with one the other day. Mm-hmm. And my sisters become that best friend role, too, where yeah. we're always together doing stuff. Yeah. And we have a nice age gap. We're only two years apart. Yeah. So we do have that. And it's been great. And yeah. I have a lot of friends that are teachers, so we all kind of get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have you been able to, you know balance anything off of them like through like as a teacher now like do you guys ever you know if you're I mean they're not always in art but I'm sure there's like the common threads of teaching oh yeah completely we talk about that yeah I could go on for hours on the phone we have to stop ourselves and say you know what tomorrow's already Friday we got there this week yeah so it's it's always been a supportive group and I feel very thankful for that yeah and in your in your school, are there, um, I guess, the teachers that are there, like, are there other younger teachers, or is it kind of a mix, or... It's kind of a mix. I say the age group that I'm with right now, I'm probably about 10 years younger than mm-hmm. the youngest teacher there, but they're amazing women, and they're, like, my work family. Yeah. Like, they tell me when I have, like, an element in my throat that I'm not, like, gonna die. Like, it's just, they're comforting, <laughs> because yeah. I go from one spectrum of being overly concern and thinking something's horribly wrong and yeah. they just kind of cool me off. Yeah. They're so like, they're this very is okay. Yes. They're very nice women and I feel so happy to land a job in that kind of district environment. Yeah. 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 Is this now is this something that you see you know being your path like moving forward like until yeah. until you I guess retire like actually retire from I school. mean if I could be I guess, lucky enough to stay where I'm at, I would totally stay there. Yeah. But I know how school districts are, and it's really, I'll just go wherever the wind takes me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to be able to teach. Yeah. So. And it's, you know, for the the students and. Absolutely. All of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Now, do you have any advice for anyone kind of pursuing any creative path? Like, whether there's anything that you've kind of learned over the years or Mm -hmm. anything like Um, that? I think. It can be challenging, mm-hmm. and kind of knowing that going in is always good to know, because I feel like when I first graduated with art teaching, I was kind of convinced, like, oh, God, I'm going to find a job. Yeah. It's going to all work out. And when it didn't all work out right away, it was kind of a little bit defeating. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you got to stay true to your passion. Mm-hmm. If you really want to do it, there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Like, you'll get there. And yeah. just don't stop. Yeah. Because there are going to be roadblocks, and it's going to be a little challenging. Mm-hmm. But if you have the drive to do it... I say nothing can stop you. Yeah. I'm trying to think of where I want to go from here. I feel like we covered a, a mm-hmm. lot of things. Um, do you have any questions for me? Well, I guess how has your creative road taken you over the years? I know yeah. we haven't hung out in a while, and I really hate that. <laughs> so yeah. glad we reconnected over this. Yeah. I jumped into work right after I graduated. I, I worked all through college and I'm working in in web design now back in maintenance and stuff like that so uh and I've said this on another one other conversations that I kind of completely stepped away from art which is so I feel so terrible about because as (laughs) as an artist you're you know like 
I think I got so stuck in like you know I work during the day and then I clock like, you know I, I leave yeah I just kind of like leave and then you know I was exercising um you know other interests so mm-hmm. you know I got into like triathlon and I got Absolutely. into like you know just um you know various life things going on but there's always been the interest you know I'm always kind of like kind of hoarding ideas and and stuff like that and now I'm actually pulling all of those tools out of the toolbox that I've kind of collected and acting upon that and trying of getting back into it you know I yeah I mean I've pulled out like my art history book like I know you know that. yeah I was actually thinking to myself I wonder if I still have that you yeah. paid good money for them too yeah <laughs> well it's funny because um Emma who I talked to uh, a couple weekends ago she uses her book like as the it props her like laptop Oh, yeah, well, that's a good so it's prop. there. Yeah, it's got a couple inches. So yeah, that's yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, now I'm kind of just exploring um, like other things mm-hmm. um, and doing this now and kind of yeah. curating conversations and just connecting with you know all of you know everyone just because yeah. we we spent so much time together and everyone did so many like awesome things yeah. and so it's so fun to like again see what everyone's doing and then hoping that like these conversations can, you know, spark something either mm-hmm. in me or you or someone listening. I know I've, you know, talked to other people in the, you know, over the past couple of weeks that have, you know, they got inspired like that night to go do something and yeah. they created something. And for me, it's like, I want to go like paint or collage, now, yes. you know, like. I even think it's inspiring me to stay connected. Yeah. You know, like, with these kind of relationships that we built years ago. Yeah. I think that's what's inspired me the most. And I'm seeing, actually, Melanie tonight. Okay. I'm sleeping over. She has an apartment now. Oh, where is she? She's all the way up near, like, Perth Amboy. Okay. So, it's, like, a kind of a hike, but she's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so, did. I think just inspired me to stay connected with people. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel like it's, it's so, you know, to be going to, through school from, and, you know, you're, you're teaching in school now. You're in these, mm-hmm. you know, these classrooms with the people for, like, you know, all of this time. And then, you know, we graduated and then we are really thrown into the world. And then we're, you know, we aren't with everyone. And, no. and and then we feel, you know, might feel bad that we haven't been in touch. But then it's like, we're you know, we're all working and doing our thing. And, yeah. you know, I'm very much someone who is, it's less about how you got back together. It's mm-hmm. that you did and yeah. wherever things go from here. I agree. So... Um, yeah, it's kind of taking creativity and art, like, in a life application is kind of it is. how I feel now, yeah, which is... that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. I do love it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you for talking. Well, and, thank you for having me And on thanks it. for anyone listening. Um, yeah. Go art. Yeah, go <laughs> art. <laughs>